This episode is brought to you by Gary's Goat Farm. Gary Vaynerchuk is opening a goat farm, guys. And he, I'm actually the first one to hear about this. He messaged me on Instagram and he said, Ange, I got something your followers are going to want to hear. And I would go, I go, Gary, what do you mean? And he goes, I got a goat farm. So, uh, so, if you, so that's all I really follow. That's all I know so far. But if you, if you guys want to go to Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary um, there's more, maybe you're going to find more information there. Hey guys, uh, this week we're talking about, I don't, I, it's been a while. Okay. It's been like, it feels like it's okay. It's been a while for me since I recorded in this fucking chair. Um, two weeks ago, there wasn't an episode. And last week I was in Michigan recording from Carter's studio, the like new studio that you guys saw. And, uh, now I'm back, but it's been really like three weeks since I've recorded in this fucking chair. So it feels good to be back. And I know that I know that the past like two months I've missed like two or three episodes and I'm really being a stroke job, but I'm, I'm fucking locked in for the rest of the year period. Okay. Even if I'm not going to do one on Sunday, it's going to be posted on Monday. I'm not fucking around anymore. Okay. I gave a few weeks that I was dicking around and now I'm back in it period. Okay. August 26th is my birthday, which is a Monday. Um, and the 25th, I'm going to be in New York flying home. So, and it's not next weekend. I think it's the following, but the following weekend, I'm going to post it on Monday, but otherwise it's going to be Sunday and that's fucking it. Okay. I'm not not playing anymore. Um, so let's get into it. This week I'm talking about my experience with my favorite porn star in the fucking world. And I know you're thinking you're only saying that because you just met her. No. When I was 14, I was beating off to Kendra Lust and it's been like that. It's been pretty consistent ever since. Uh, she is, I, I, I will say she's my favorite MILF porn star. I do have a few favorites, Adriana Chechik. Um, I don't know. There's young, there's some younger ones that are in like 25 to 30 age, but MILF porn stars, a hundred percent. It's been Kendra Lust since I was younger. Um, I'm going to talk about what it was like meeting her and getting smoothies and hanging out for a little while. And then I'm going to tell us, oh, God, I actually, then we're going to talk about this fucking dog beating bitch. Uh, <laughs> there's like a YouTuber named Brooke Houts that there was a video and she got caught uh, beating her dog. up. We're going to talk about that and I'm fucking livid about that shit. Then I'm going to talk for sneakers. This is actually, this is going to be a great overall episode because for anybody that doesn't like shoes, the sneaker portion of this podcast is really, really fucking interesting. I got a package shipped to me with some really extremely exclusive shoes and there's an awesome story behind it. So let's fucking get in, get in, get in, in. let's get in, in. Um, first of all, Kendra Lust, okay? I was nervous as fuck to meet her, okay? I used to be, when I first met Chris D'Elia, like the first time I ever met a comedian or a celebrity or anything, I was extremely nervous to the point where I was holding my water bottle and I was like shaking and you could see the water jumping in my bottle, okay? Uh, I was so, so nervous I was water jumping and that's what they call that. And uh, Chris D'Elia looked at me and he was like, dude, fucking relax. He's like, you brought your own water? Are you that fucking weird? And he was like kind of making fun of me, and which obviously made me more comfortable. 
and then I was good. So um, now in between then and meeting Kendra Lust, there's been plenty of people that I met and I've, I've been able to control being nervous lately uh, with, I mean, Sam Roberts, Brendan Schaub, Cody Garbrandt. I've been really, really good controlling it. I'm fine. I'm not fucking worried. There's like a, a, a minute or two where my heart's fucking beating and I'm like, oh my God, but then I'm fine. It's just like a little bit, a minute of anxiety spikes through the fucking roof. I'm a little scared, but then I'm good. With Kendra, uh, it was, it's a female, which I haven't, I don't meet a lot of females selling sneakers. So it's a little bit different. I'm not as used to it. And I have jerked off to her a hundred times. So it's a lot different than a guy that I watch on TV and I laugh with. And it's actually so, I was explaining this to her. I was like, this is so fucking surreal. Like, because it's, it's different when it's a guy that you know is real. It's a comedian. You could see him live. It's a lot, there's a lot more like uh, fan to artist encounters with a comedian or with a uh, fucking artist or a music, whatever the fuck it is. But with an adult film star, it's like, I go to you when I'm fucking sad and depressed or my girlfriend blew me off and I got my fucking penis in my hand and you in my other hand. So it's not as like, you know, I I never see porn stars in person. I never see uh, anything other than porn. So it's almost like she's not even real is what I'm saying. Uh, It's such a fantasy and they're, they're... it's like you only really see them when you're fantasizing. And for that reason, it makes it seem like they're not even real. So now we're texting each other. We're supposed to meet like next to a gym in, in Michigan, random fucking spot. I don't know where it is, but um, there was a smoothie place. So she's like, let's go get smoothies and meet up. And uh, I brought her shoes and she brought me some gifts that we'll get into. But now I'm, I'm waiting in the parking lot and it's like 4 30 or something it's like 4 30 and she's like i'm pulling up in a black truck so i was like cool so now she pulls up and she told me what kind of car it was so she pulls up and she's on the phone but she gives me like a little wave so now i know that she's real right and now my heart is all of a sudden inside of my ball sack and i'm just thinking like oh my god what the fuck is going on and I wasn't ready for it, you know? Thank God she was on her phone because now within this, I know my body and I know like how I react to things, but I just know that like the minute has started. The minute of freaking out, hearts beating, fucking Angelo gets a little anxiety attack, it's, start, it's begun, right? And now I'm just like, I'm just sitting in my car with my door open, my legs hanging out of it because like she's in her car. Once I hear her get out, then I'll get out. Um, but she was on the phone, so it's not weird. She's not even thinking about me. So now I'm just kind of like, okay, it's fine. I don't even care about her. I've never even beat off to her before. I don't even know who this is. It could be a, it's a random person. I don't even know who this is. And then she walks up to the car and she's like, you could come out. And I was like, oh my God, it's happening. Holy fuck. And then I got out. (laughs) I really wasn't that nervous. I'm kind of overreacting. But then I got out and hugged her hello and we walked in together and I got her a water. We sat down and she was like, let's talk a little bit. So now it's like 440. We're sitting there talking and she had to go to like a tanning. Uh, she had a tanning appointment in, in like 30 minutes. So we're talking about, I don't remember the first question she asked me was like, how's your trip? Uh, what are you out here for? I'm telling her that it's basically out here for you, but I'm also like 
recording YouTube videos and stuff with my friends. So then she starts telling me about her. I mean, she just fucking laid it on me. We were just instant, instant fucking chemistry. You know, when you meet someone and it's just like you already met him 50 times. It, that's what I felt with Kendra. And oh, maybe it is because, by the way, I don't know if I should be calling, like if, if you're listening, I don't know if I should be calling you by your real name or Kendra, but I'm going to call you Kendra on the podcast. So I hope you're not mad at that. Because, only because people know you as Kendra. I know you as now your personal name. I don't know. Um, anyways, so fucking we're sitting there talking and then she goes to get a drink and stands up on the counter, like gets up against the counter and is talking to the people there because she sees them all the time and like bends over the counter. And now you could see like, it almost is like I'm now I'm in a fucking, now I'm in a porn scene. Now it's a reality fucking reality Kings 30 minute scene where the skinny and it would be called skinny white goth boy fucks the woman of his dreams in a tropical smoothie place. It became that for a second. I was like, holy fuck. Just because she bends over the counter and I could see her ass. And I was like, holy shit. But then I'm telling myself, no, this is a friend thing. We're not doing that. So me and my my brain and my penis w- forgot about that. Okay. Now she sits back down and she's like, you know what? Like, you seem really cool. Let me call and cancel this appointment so we could talk. So she calls and cancels her or like postpones her tanning appointment just so we could sit there and chill a little bit longer, which was really cool because it was like obvious that she was into the conversation and she enjoyed being there. And a lot of the times when it's like someone that you know is extremely famous or known, uh, I feel like I'm, I got to be like every two minutes, I'm like, are you sure you don't have to leave? Are you sure you don't have to leave? Because I don't want to be like the jag off that's sitting there while some famous person is like, okay, fuck this kid, you know? But she was total opposite. She was completely into it. Um, she was talking to me about her her daughter. She was talking to me about her life at home and what's it like doing scenes and how does she get to live in Michigan when a lot of the scenes are shot in California and Vegas and why she chose that. I mean, I was really fucking digging in her, not my penis. Um, my words were digging in her ears with cool questions, which is even better. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was just really good conversation. It was like... She was so down to earth. It was almost like talking to like a cool high school teacher. Like that's how she fucking got it. She was on her phone a lot, but like in a good way. And she knew how to use her phone, which whenever I talk to someone that's older than me and they know how to use their phone, like it's just, it just shows how awake they are. When there's like a mom or a dad or whatever, someone that's like, I don't know, 30 or 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and they like don't know how to use their phone. I just feel like I'm talking to an idiot. It's like, and I know that sounds like shit, but like anytime they're like, what, how do I get to that, that settings? It's like, okay, you know what? Let's just, wait, I can't do this. And it's so, because we're so far apart that it's like, we're never going to relate on anything. So she's using her phone. I think she had like two phones or three, but I mean, dude, she's awesome. I could sit here and talk about her all fucking day. Uh, I was asking her questions about the porn industry and the hypothetical chance that one day I wanted to join. What are your negative tips and positive tips? It was so good that then she ended up saying, I didn't even bring it up. Uh, She was like, you have a podcast, right? Like, do you want to do it? And I was like, "Uh, fuck yeah. Like, yes, let's do it. And then she was like, okay, when are you free? We made an appointment. Made an appointment. What, was she my fucking doctor? We made, uh, we put in our schedules 
and uh, it's gonna it's coming soon. It's like officially booked. I'm going back out to Michigan. I don't know if I should just say the day or if I should not. It's coming soon. Oh fuck it. I'll say it's. I'll say it. Um, it's the second week of September. It'll be going up. So I'm I'm fucking hyped. This is gonna be like. I know that my previous guest stars, the stars have been great, but my job has been subpar or poor when it comes to like interviewing and just talking about them. The Don DePetta episode was really great because it wasn't really scripted and we were having a lot of fun. The Pootie episode wasn't scripted at all. There was nothing I had written down. I took like two notes and that was fucking it. And that's less than I take on these episodes the J.D. Witherspoon one I ruined because he is such an amazing creator and has so much to him. And I ruined it by like writing down robotic questions, you know. It was the beginning stages of my podcast. I didn't know how to do it. And I thought that I have to let my fans know about this person and I have to ask them questions that anyone would ask. Rather than just asking Angelo style questions. So with Kendra, it's gonna be a different fucking ball game. With Kendra, we're gonna go, we're gonna get sexual as fuck. We're gonna talk about the business. Hopefully she's gonna be willing to show uh, or tell us a little bit of like the bad stories rather than just like everyone looks at it and glorifies the sex industry or the porn industry as like you get to fuck and make millions and that's it. There's a lot deeper and I'm hoping I could pick at her brain a little bit and she'll be able to tell us some of the fucked stories. But I mean that we sat there for what was planned to be like a 10 minute meetup. It was like an hour and a half and we could have sat there and talked for way fucking longer. Like it was, it was really good. I almost wish that the, we had a fucking episode of that just so you could see us first meeting. But on this episode, I'm going to also be doing a, uh, question and answer on my fucking Instagram like I always do and I'm going to have you guys ask any questions sex related I'm going to do like the last 10 minutes of the episode I'm going to give you guys a chance you could ask her how do I get hard when I'm fucking my girlfriend why is my dick curved to the right uh, how do I how do I stop my girlfriend from shitting on me when we have anal you know anything you could ask her the, the most extreme questions and this is her this is her life so and especially me I'll answer from my experiences but you guys get that all the time so to get it from a porn star I really can't wait for that uh, it's I am hyping it up and I'm gonna be able to back it up this time so that was that extremely down to earth super fucking sweet she was telling me about how she's taking uh, a few kids to or she just did she took a kid to a fucking to the WWE show it was like a Smackdown live and she takes her daughter and she flies her daughter all around to see her family and her daughter fights jujitsu. And I, I mean, there's so much, I, I'm not even going to ruin it. You, I'll let her speak for herself, but, uh, amazing person. One of, one of the, my favorites, even though I don't really say that one of the favorite, my favorite encounters that I've ever had with a celebrity or a higher, a higher power. Um, so now the gifts that she gave me, I only have one with me, but it's kind of the best one. Um, she gave me a Kendra Lust dog tag, which I hung up in my car. So every time I'm driving, I get to see that Kendra Lust signed dog tag and I get to think of her and it's great. Um, then she gave me a hoodie, a Kendra Lust army zip up hoodie, which I'm going to be promoting more of that. Um, I need to get a few more items from that. 
and then I'll probably promote it just because why the fuck not. And then she gave me a signed and autographed fleshlight. Now I posted this on my story. You can't really see it. It says love always Kendra Lust. I posted this on my story and I was like amazing gifts from Kendra Lust. And a lot of people were like, what the fuck is that? So what is this picture in the back? Okay. So uh, what it is, it's a plastic it's like a plastic shell with the silicone sleeve on the inside. Now, mom and my aunt Roseanne and my nanny and my grandma, Michelle, you guys could probably skip a couple minutes. But <laughs> what this is, it's a it's a silicone sleeve, okay? I'm going to show it on the on the podcast here. It looks exactly like her vagina, and I mean you got it down to I mean I'm sure it looks a little bit different than like up close. But it's meant to look like a vagina, specifically Kendra Lusts, and it's supposed to feel like Kendra Lusts, which that is a stretch, right? They're not going to, you can't really do that. Um, but it's it's about a foot long, maybe 13 inches long. Uh, it's really thick. If you got a fucking Coca-Cola can thickness dick, uh, you could probably fit in it. Well, no, it'll, that'll be hard, but... It could fit some good girth, okay? Trust me on it, all right? Uh, and it could fit some good length. This thing is pretty fucking big. Now, it's a little bit weird because it's like you're still beating off, right? You're just using a sleeve to, like, f- f- jerk it off, your dick off with. But you could, like, I guess I haven't done this because I think it's fucking weird. But when I looked it up online, I saw a guy... <laughs> Uh, he put it in between his box spring and his mattress and he got on his knees next to his bed and was just kind of fucking this toy, uh, which is a little bit too much for me. I think if so, cause here's the thing, if someone walks in on you, if it was to ever happen, which I live in a pretty, pretty private place. So, and I'm res- respected by my family, but if somebody did walk in on me jerking off with a sex toy, it's they wouldn't even know that I'm jerking off with a sex toy. They would just think I'm jerking off. If somebody walked in on me and I was just like fucking moving back and forth and I was fucking my mattress from the other side of the mattress, they would be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? But for me, it's like, no, I'm. there's a toy under here, but I can't explain that. So it would just be someone walks in. Um, are you fucking your bed? And I'd be like, oh, no, wait, I gotta, and then it'll be awkward, and then fuck that. So, yeah, I mean, you, I guess you could prop it up maybe on, like, a pillow and f- just go to town. I don't really look at this as, as a, something to fuck because I'm sexually active, and I'm not really, I'm not shy. I'll fuck if I have to fuck, right? But, and I'm actually seeing someone right now that I can very well have sex with That's we both want it. Rather than me fucking a tube that I don't know if it wants it or not. Um, the good thing about this flashlight, though, and all flashlights in general, is that it's actually a stamina trainer. It, it really is more than just like a guy wants to f- get off. It's uh, when you jerk off with your hand, especially if you're using lotion or oil or whatever the fuck it is, you're going, okay, this is like, I, I don't have to say this at all. Basically, you're you're stripping the nerves and you're almost like stunning the fucking sensitivity in your penis. So when you use a flashlight, it's silicone, it feels like a vagina almost very close to, and uh, you're, you're not using your bare hand. It's not skin against skin. It's like, it's a sex toy. It's what it's fucking meant for. So it helps you 
last longer in bed, if you have problems lasting long in bed, or if you have problems staying hard, which is a big thing, thank fucking God, knock on wood, I don't have those problems. But they're very common, and you're not in the wrong if you have them. Uh, they're not even really problems. It's just shit that guys deal with. I highly recommend getting one of these. I am using this right now as a little bit of a decoration, but hey, if I get if I get a fucking... If I have a hard time one day in my life, I'm not going to Viagra. I'm not going to whatever the other one is. I'm going to just start fucking this toy. And they say that after three months of fucking this and not jerking off, that you will be lasting long in bed. The sex will feel way better, so you're going to be able to stay hard. It's because when guys sit in their bed and beat off all day, and then they fuck a girl, it's like... You're either addicted to porn, so you're just you can't get off because it's not like the sexiest woman on the planet, or you can't get off because they're not begging you like a porn star would in a video, um, or you just simply are are so into the feeling of your hand that you can't like the feeling of a vagina is almost overwhelming, and you're just like I f- I'm not ready for this, or you're nervous, or you're scared. So it is expensive. Flush the Flushlight brand, Flushlight Girls, this whole stamina trainer fucking thing. Which this isn't. The stamina trainer is actually gold and it's a little bit different on the inside. But any of the Fleshlight brand Fleshlights that are the big thing with the, with the outer shell, they're like 75 bucks or more. But if you can't fuck well uh, and you value sex and you want to please your girl in bed or you want to last longer, you want to stay harder, you want to enhance your experience, uh, definitely buy one. And buy Kendra Lusts. Support our fucking... Support my the girl in my fucking life right now okay the girl the woman um so that's that i mean you can't can you get fucking better than that a kid 20 years old meets his favorite porn star is that not is that not worth that's a cool story right i'm not trying to be like be a bragging fuck here but i'm just saying like is that not a good episode so far and now it gets better because now we're going to talk about we what we're getting on both ends of the spectrum here we went from talking about the a great female, amazing person, and now we're going the other end. Just a straight fucking piece of shit, man. I hate this type of shit, okay? Um, Okay, when I... Quick backstory, I know I talk about me selling suckers a lot. All I'm going to say is, when I was selling suckers, it was for a fundraiser when I was in fucking 7th and 8th grade. The money went to ASPCA. It went to animals who were abused, animals who were fucking... Found in a in a brickyard in a brickyard, it went to just abused animals, you know, especially dogs. I'm a big. I actually don't really care for dogs. Like I don't care enough to buy one and have one. But I love animals and I fucking respect a dog when I see one. I know what its life is like. I know that what it's been through. Okay, so I give respect to animals. Period. Um, this fucking bitch on the other hand, Brooke Houts, fuck you. Uh, here's what happened. She's, Brooke Houts is a YouTuber. She's on the come up. She's got about 380,000 subscribers, way fucking more than I do. Congratulations on your success. I appreciate the fact that you fucking tried something and you stuck with it and it worked for you. Awesome job. What I don't appreciate about Brooke Houts is that she fucking beats her dog. Okay, and now you're thinking, well, why do you say that? Well, now I'm going to say, well, here's why. And uh, it's because she uploaded a video. When you're a YouTuber, uh, it's not like the podcast. When you're a YouTuber, you record, let's say, a 45-minute video of how to eat a bag of chips. 
and you record the video, but when you go and edit it, you're editing out all the like awkward moments or the ums or the like you tried to eat a bag of chips and it fell on your shirt. So then you had to change. You edit all of that out. So a 45 minute video that you recorded really turns into like a 20 minute video because you had to edit so much shit out. And who wants to watch a 45 minute video of somebody eating fucking chips, right? This woman, girl, this fucking broad, you know what? She's going to be called a broad. Because I don't even, like, I, I usually don't call someone broad if I don't respect them. I just say that because I'm Italian. But she's a broad and I mean it disrespectfully because I don't have respect for this fucking chick. Uh, she recorded a video and accidentally posted it without editing it. So that fucking 45-minute video or whatever, it, it came out, it was raw. She edited, like, two parts and then didn't fucking do the rest and accidentally clicked the file that was unedited and posted it to YouTube. So now in this video, you could tell it's not fucking, you could tell it's not edited, which was like maybe just a mistake. I think I've done that before, like posted, I, I actually did. A long time ago, I posted a podcast where I'm, I'm practicing my intros and I'm like, what's up guys? And I'm like, fuck. And, and usually I edit those ones out, but one episode or two episodes, I didn't do it. And I was just like, fuck it, I'll leave it up because I wasn't doing anything, doing anything bad. This woman, Brooke Houts, posts the video, and you could see in there she's talking with her dog. I should just play it behind me, right? For all the video fucking viewers out there, uh, I'm going to play the video behind me just so you could see it while I talk. Okay, I'll just play it because it's fucking, the volume's on. Okay, it's really quiet, I know, because the speakers are back there. I didn't plan on you guys hearing this, so I'm going to turn the fucking volume off. So right here, yeah, if you can see it, you can see it. If you go, if you don't, then you got to look it up. Brooke Houts, just type in Brooke Houts. Everyone's talking about her. Um, she's recording a video, and the dog jumps up, and she fucking, like, open hand slaps this fucking dog. Like, he comes up on her chest. He puts his paws on her chest, and she, like, fucking, what's it called? What do the sumo wrestlers do? I don't know. It looks like a Japanese move or something. Something seems Japanese about what she does. She open hand like chops him downwards, which like hits his face and then he falls down to the ground. Instantly, you can tell she's a cunt. By the second she does that, not a fan. Then she, the dog like jumps at her while she's doing a video and it's not biting her. It's just like it's being a dog. It's fucking going towards his host. The human being that owns me. I want to go cuddle up. Brooke Holt says, not fucking today. Pushes the dog down and spits in his face. God, you know, what a piece of shit. Okay, then it really, it really does piss me off. She spits on the dog's face. I mean, I would like to, if I ever saw her, oh man, I would get, I don't even know because he can't, because that's wrong to do. I would, if I ever saw her, I would find the strongest woman I know and I would say, hey, I got a fucking hundred bucks for you. All you have to do is give this girl the hardest fucking punch you can right in her face. The one time you get a hundred bucks. And if she said no, I would keep raising my bid until she said yeah, because she really deserves to get her face fucking knocked just once. I'm not saying kill her or anything. Just get punched square in the face so hard in your nose that your eyes get teary and then you kind of feel like holy fuck like you're you just rocked your world with my with her fist 
I would want that to happen. That's what I would arrange. It's not that bad of a thing to, to arrange for a woman that abuses dogs. Then uh, the dog's just, the dog actually licks her on her face. And then she says like, no, don't do that. Stop. No kissing me. Uh, and then gets up. And you can see in the reflection of the TV, she pushes the dog back, gets like behind the camera. So there's nothing on the camera but the reflection. But you can see her body like whip to the side. And it just looks like she kicks the fuck out of the dog. Um, yeah, man, I hate this fucking woman so much. It's one, you know what? It actually, like, I would rather she, I would rather every time she's mad, I get to go to her house and she can punch me in the face or kick me or whatever the fuck. I would take the fucking hits rather than this poor dog because it's like, it's not even fucking fair. It's just, I mean, obviously it's not fair. It just makes me so sad to see that. Like, dude, like what the fuck does a dog do? You know, they eat f cheese and like, f and fucking pee outside <laughs> and they're the cutest things and they cuddle you when you're sad and you hug them and they don't say anything. And they never do anything mean besides like a little bite once in a while. And if you're a good owner, they don't bite and they respect you. And they don't bite not because you hit them, just because you respect them. And they know. So this girl is a piece of shit. Um, police are investigating a YouTuber after she was filmed hitting her dog in a prank video. Uh, everyone gave her shit for this. I think she lost like 30,000 followers, which is she should lose more. You shouldn't like, especially when you're on the come up. Like, it's one thing if someone really famous gets caught doing something. It's like they have their stands. They have their, like, firm fans. They're not going to lose them all. But when you're on the come up, she's only got 300,000 followers. It's not that much. Like, everyone should be, nope, not doing this. Because if she had 10 million, she would lose a little bit. But she has 300,000. Lose it all, you know? Uh, then she tried to apologize. I'm going to read her apology on... She, this, she posted this to Twitter. She does videos all the fucking time, but when it's time to apologize, then she's got to bring out the notepad on her iPhone. Fuck. I hate this already. She says, to everyone who has been commenting on my social media as of recently, anything I say isn't going to make those believe I'm a bad person. Stop believing that, and I, I'm aware of this. I apologize to anyone who has been affected negatively by the e-footage. By the e uh, she didn't say that I did because I'm an idiot. First off, I want to address this uncut footage on the day in particular that this video was filmed. And actually, this past week, things in my outside life have been less than exceptional. I am not going to play the victim card or anything of that sort. Well, then don't say that. Uh, but I do want to point out that I am rarely as upset as shown in this footage. The bubbly, happy-go-lucky brook that you see often in my videos typically is an accurate representation of me, but it's obvious that I'm playing up my mood in this video that I clearly am actually frustrated. Okay, what she's saying here is, I'm such a fake fuck on my, on my profile that I need to keep up this robotic character I've built up. And if I'm really mad, rather than just being open and being mad on camera, I faked it for 30 minutes and let my anger out on my poor little fucking pooch. Fuck you, all right? Straight D E, E minus apology right now. And E is an F, by the way, E is failing. It's actually worse than failing. That's why I gave her an E. That being said, this does not justify yelling at my dog in the way that I did. Now, pay attention to what she says here. 
and I'm fully aware of that. Should I have gotten as angry as I did in the video? No. Should I have raised my voice and yelled at him? No. However, like now, and then she goes to say, my dog's 75 pounds and I have to train him. But okay, you're not, she, here's what she's doing. She's trying to reverse engineer the audience. She's trying to think if I only talk about, it's, I don't even know if it's reverse engineering. She's just being an idiot. She's trying to do the whole thing that's like this. If I only talk about the one or two bad things that I did that weren't so bad, everyone's going to forget about me spitting in his face and punching him and doing the Japanese fucking strike to his face. Nope, that's not how it works. We got a video that we could rewatch all the time. We're not fucking forgetting, bitch. So she doesn't apologize for hitting him. She doesn't apologize for spitting on him because she doesn't want to admit to it because she knows that when the police investigator, all she's going to say is, like, which doesn't really work, but in her defense, I guess she's going to try to say, all I did was yell at him. Continuing on, I want to clarify, I'm not a dog abuser in any way, shape, or form. Well, you fucking are. Uh, anyone who has witnessed or heard true animal abuse will be able to clearly see that. Like, what does that mean? So you have to shoot a dog to be an animal abuser, but spitting doesn't really, that's not true animal abuse. Uh, my dog in no sh way, shape, or form was hurt by any action I displayed in the video. Well, you don't know that because dogs don't talk. Uh, I know people are going to say, you don't know how he really feels, and this is true, but if he was audibly and physically in pain, it would be a different story. Dude, how about mental abuse for people? I'm pretty fucking sad on the inside. It doesn't mean that I walk around sad, crying, audibly and visibly sad all the time. Sometimes I see shit and I'm like, wow, that's so sad. I don't start crying or make a frowny face. I'm just sad. Uh, the dog could do the same fucking thing. I, I, I'm really just going to dissect and, and counter everything she says here. So continuing on, did I get in his face and take unnecessary actions towards him? She's meaning spit at him. Yes, I did. And that was not the way I should have handled the situation. Did I spit on my dog? No. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, you did. Okay, anytime you go... It's that's usually something comes out of it, which is saliva, and that is spitting. When there's a dog underneath you and you do the thing and spit and saliva comes out of your mouth and shoots at him, that is called spitting on a dog. My family and I are in the process of getting him training. The training that I've looked at is very expensive because it would have to be a one on one with a trainer. Uh, you know what? What I'm going to do really quick? How much? How much money is one-on-one -on -one dog training? I I grew up in a pretty in a pretty comfortable family. I I'm not gonna say I was I was nowhere near. I, I had a, every I was a fucking almost a spoiled little bitch when I was young. Okay, I'm just gonna say it like that. We had a, we had money. Okay, I'm not super rich, but we were we were comfortable, and I had very generous parents when I was young. It was hard for them to say no. Because they had a, a, a son who wasn't a piece of shit at the time. Now I got painted nails, asked for something, you know, usually shut up. It's, it's kind of like a shut up thing. But when I was younger and I had big blue eyes, I was innocent. I, it was pretty hard to say no to a kid that was such an innocent little guy, right? Uh, and my parents were great. So my point is, 
we were living comfortably and we had a one-on-one dog trainer with like two or three of our dogs that I think came from fucking Petco and would just like drive over or we would bring the dog to them. Like, and I didn't feel like, oh my God, we are bawling out. It was just like kind of a thing we had to do and we were comfortable, sure, if if you're, a lot of people wouldn't do that. It's an extra, it's something that's extra. But we were able to afford it and we weren't billionaires or millionaires or anything crazy. Now, I looked it up. The average cost of dog training is 30 to to $50 per class with most spending about 50 per hour. So, yeah, I mean, you get a 30 to $50 class and that's an hour of dog training. And usually, let's see. I don't know. Usually fucking five to 10 classes and your dog is trained. Okay. Now being a YouTuber, you get paid thousands of dollars for almost nothing. You get thousands of dollars to make videos and add revenue. And then only takes up 45 minutes every day. Uh, if you're doing one video a day, 45 minutes a day, let's say editing and filming, and then an hour of editing and more and posting and whatever the fuck. It's not a time-consuming job. That's why it's so beautiful of a thing. I can make videos and I get paid and I got people subscribed to me and I could get ad revenue and I could do ads for people on my Instagram or do ads for people on my YouTube. So it doesn't mean that she's a millionaire either, but for somebody that can still work a part-time job and make good money and get a, a lot of money from YouTube and do such fucking little work, uh, 50 bucks, 10 times, 10 sessions of $50 a session for your dog to get training is $500. That's not a lot of fucking money. Okay. And maybe it is to you, but it ain't to a fucking YouTuber. I promise you, especially with 400 or almost 400,000 followers. So fuck bullshit. I just had to really dissect that one because that one, people are going to say, like, that's the only one that people could say, like, hey, it is expensive, or, hey, you know, I get that, it's, it's expensive, she has to teach her dog the hard way, it's just not, I'm not doing that, and, it, you know what, it's more of, I've, you know, flicked the dog in the nose before, they bite you, you gotta say stop, or you gotta kind of raise your voice a little bit, that's all okay, but when it's spitting on a dog, or slapping it in the face, or kicking it, those are extreme things that are straight up abuse. When you flick a dog in the nose, you do the very, very light flick on the nose. It like, it doesn't hurt them. It doesn't mentally fuck them up. It's just like a, ow, fuck. Okay, I won't bite you. It doesn't mean you have to get punched in the fucking face or spat on, you know? And the fact that she posted it makes me think, yeah, you know, it would make anyone think, yeah, you're, you abuse dogs and you probably do it all the time. So anything she says, I don't believe this girl sucks and I hate her. And please, I mean, like, it, and it doesn't mean they get a messenger and you got to say, fuck you, I hate you, you're a bitch, blah, blah. I didn't message her. I'm not sending any hate directly towards her. I hate her in my own life. And I want you guys to know that that's not okay to do. It's not, the point is, don't fucking abuse dogs. And the point is, if you're subscribed to Brooke Houts, go unsubscribe because we don't do that, okay? Uh, it doesn't, you don't have to send her hate. It's not that big of a deal, but... If you see her and she's walking past you, if you ever see her, if you see her and she's ever walking past you, you could just, fuck you. Just right in her ear. Get really close. Hey, fuck you. But just whisper it just so she knows that you don't agree with what she did. 
Okay, she's you see her, and you kind of give her a smile, and you're like, fucking shag off. And then walk past. That's all I would ever do. I don't want to go out of my way to say fuck you because then it's just giving her negative attention and she doesn't even deserve any form of it. So that's all. Not a fan of that at all. Not cool. You don't fucking get rich from a cool... Je- it's a, It sucks because I'm also like a little jealous of her that she got to be a successful YouTuber. But you fuck it up like that. Like if I was a successful YouTuber like that, 300,000 people... I'm living my life happy. Like you have, that's like, that's kind of the dream job of any millennial or generation Y kid right now is to be a YouTuber. It's such a beautiful job. And then you fuck it up by doing that. Just by being at like, at your core, you're a fucking mean human being and you ruined your beautiful job. So it's like someone else should have got that. Not you. I should have been the guy to get that fucking, I would have done a lot differently. My dog comes on the camera, you know what I'm going to do? Look at my beautiful dog, oh my God, so much fun. I'm not going to spit on it. God, okay. Well, that's that's enough of that. Um, now let's get into the sneaker part. This is a cool little story. This shit like this doesn't happen too often. So uh, I'm going to tell you guys about it in a second. Let me get this fucking picture up. All right, so first thing, I'm just going to get this out of the way because this picture's going to be in the background. The LA to Chicago uh, Retro Ones, the Nike SB Retro One style shoe that's purple and gold and white, or purple and yellow and white. These are being restocked in Europe. They just got confirmed for August 16th, 2017, 2019. I don't even know why the fuck I said the date. But uh, basically next week, these are releasing again. And the market right now in a 10 and a half is like almost $400. It's fucking skyrocketed. I had three 10 and a halves and I sold them each for $290. I fucking shouldn't have done that. At the time I needed like to get rid of some shit and I had so many shoes. I didn't think, I don't know why I said shoes like that. I didn't think that those were going to be that hot. I thought like, I don't know. I didn't think they were going to get hot that fucking fast. But then they started skyrocketing. Now they're at 400. I lost or lost a little bit of money potentially, uh, but I do have some size eights, which is awesome. I have size eights. I have a size nine. I got money sizes that are like 650 dollars right now. So I'm I'm happy. I'm not complaining at all. And I made a little bit of money on the 290 dollars. Someone else will make money. I don't have to be a greedy fuck about it. I do think that Europe releases don't really harm the market. For these, I might be wrong. If it ends up being 20,000 pairs, then I'm wrong. But usually when it's something like this, it's like a little bit of a Europe release just because the shoe is so fucking hot here and they don't want to ruin the hype, but they want people to start moving their pairs. This is just my theory. So you hear that they're restocking. There's going to be a lot of resellers or panic sellers, I like to call them, that will hear restock and then sell right away. And that will get some more pairs fucking flowing then Europe is going to get dumped, probably a few thousand pairs. And, uh, I mean, people in Europe, they fucking, they keep their Jordans. Like, there's a group of people that I know that will go back and forth once or twice a year to Europe to bring shoes back. Uh, and they have accounts out there. But it's like, for one fucking release, they're not doing it. If it was an off-white pop-up shop, yeah, people will fucking fly there and come back. And then the market will be merged. But this shit, I, I think that... Maybe the bigger sizes, maybe even the 10.5 will go down a little bit. I think I'm pretty comfortable with my size 8, uh, only because there's not as many of those made. 
and anybody that gets a size 8 in Europe is going to be jerking off because they're going to be so fucking happy because you never see that shit. A Jordan and a small size and an exclusive colorway, they're not going to be like flying off the shelves in StockX. So I'm predicting that the market's going to stay the same. Maybe bigger sizes it'll drop a little bit, but I don't think it's a time to resell like or, or start panic selling. Even if the market drops like 30 fucking 30 bucks, don't be like, oh my God, okay, and then sell them all. I've done it before. It's not worth it. Now, here's the letter that I got in the mail in the package. This is awesome. I'm very excited for it. Um, I can't say who it is, but I'm just going to read this note for you or to you. Okay, here it is. Here are my late... Okay, here are my late show with David Letterman Nike sneakers. I got these when I worked at the late show. I was there for X amount of years and was head writer slash executive or head writer and I was a producer. Okay, or, oh no, that stands for executive. Okay. They were never worn. I believe these are just the original boxes. Let me know if you find anyone that's interested. Please leave my name out of it. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, any questions, call me, blah, blah. So... This is David Letterman, okay? This is the fucking, what, what has he been on TV for 30, 30 plus years, okay? I read it, I forgot, 33 years. 33 longest late night talk show running streak ever. He's, it's not fucking Jay Leno. It's not some stroke job guy. David Letterman, like the goat of late night talk show television. Maybe, maybe not the number one, but definitely the fucking top three. And getting something like this that's an exclusive that has his name with it. I mean, he actually has a Jordan 1, the Letterman Retro 1s, which they weren't really that hot. I think that there was a pair that was more exclusive and then there was a pair that was just like a regular release. But he he did have his own Jordan, so he's fucking in the game. And these are shoes that were staff only. Uh, I got like four pairs of them. So, I and I, I don't know what the fuck these models are, to be honest with you. These are 2001 or earlier uh these are 2001 by the way these boxes are awesome this is the brown it's like half brown half orange with the dark line between them it says just do it these are the nike boxes i remember seeing my dad and my brothers have when i was a little kid like this is some nostalgic shit here uh they all come with that these old nike boxes and they're all brand new these are they're just like nike trainers i want to th that's like I think they're just all Nike trainers, Nike cross trainers, Nike fucking runners. They're not like Air Maxes or anything crazy or at least any like exclusive Air Maxes, but they have late show with David Letterman embroidered on the fucking tongue of the shoe. And then on the heel of the shoe, it says late show with David Letterman. I mean, this is, this is some shit that you don't see often. Uh, I got like four different kinds of pairs or four different models they're all size 10 and a half. I think one's a 10. All size 10 and a half. Maybe one of them's a 10. This has got the Nike Air on the tongue. And then on the back it says Late Show. Like, and it's fucking stitched in there. It's not like he just got some guy at a fucking kiosk. Like, these shoes were made like this. It's not, like, they were made from Nike like this is what I'm trying to say. Here's another one. These are all white. There, a lot of them are just white with, like, a navy blue check. It's kind of the original Nike cross trainer style. Uh, they just got that little David Letterman touch on them. And I guess these are an Air Max. I don't fucking know what Air Max this is. But I don't know, man. Fucking super dope, though. Like, this is something, this is why I enjoy my job. Or whatever the fuck I do, my hobby. Because you see shit like this, 
And I didn't even know that it existed. But now you think, like, maybe fucking ABC has their own shoes for, for staff. Maybe NBC. Now I want to get all these fucking, like, networks and television shows. Jimmy Fallon's probably got something going on. Like, now it just brings a whole new thing into the game. Uh, I am planning on selling these, and I'm selling them for the guy that sent them to me, of course. We worked out a deal where I get a little bit of a commission. But if any of you guys are interested in these, definitely hit me up. And if you can't see them right now in the video podcast because you're just listening, text me and I'll send you some pictures. The price is, pr- is pretty high that I'm looking for. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those items that's like it's a fucking hit or a miss. So give me an offer or let's talk. DM me on Instagram if you want to talk about that. Otherwise, you could DM me about anything else too. So that's fucking it. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Next week, it'll be on time on Sunday. The following week, like I said, it'll be Monday and it'll be on my birthday. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing my podcast on my birthday. Uh, And we're going to talk about my experience of being 20 years old then. That's going to be a good episode soon uh, too. I don't know what next week's going to be about, but what I do know is that Jerry, what's the guy's name? Larry King will be on it. Uh, I think he's he did he did say that he's gonna be on, so he he's he should be. All right. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And go and go watch a bag of chip eating YouTube video. And don't hit your dogs.